We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Wesley, in the last segment, we, we focused on missions. And one of the things that you said a couple of different times that I just want to reiterate again because it's so good is the idea that missions is not just an opportunity. It's a lifestyle. Right. Or what, what was the language that yeah. you used? It's less about distance and more about your lifestyle. So, right. And, and it's, discipleship is a lifestyle for a lifetime. Absolutely. So no matter if you're, you know, you, you may uh, you may be planning on going on a mission trip. You may have just got back from a mission trip and think, oh, I'm done. Yes. I've done my good deed for the year. Yeah. I can yeah. sit back yeah. and just have me time from right. now on. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> you don't time. get me time. Yeah. All right. It's Jesus's time. He yeah. owns it. He gives it to you and you steward it. You need to have a Sabbath, though. That's, that's a <laughs> well, different discussion for another podcast. Oh, actually, we do program. have a podcast that mentions that. So, uh, But in studio right now, we have Engage intern Myra Gilmore. Now, you, if you listen to the program regularly, uh, you are familiar with Myra. We talked to her about the value of internship and just the value of hard work and different things like that. And Myra, um, she came to us early in the month or early in the summer and started working for us. But she kind of broke a cardinal rule of working. Before she came to work, she said, I'm going to need vacation time. Uh, I want to come and work for you, but you have to give me two weeks off because um, I'm doing Jesus work. So after, you know, kind of laying a guilt trip on us for a little bit, we said, "Okay, that's fine. You can go. And for the longest time, I don't know why I did this. Myra, but for the longest time, I kept saying you were going to Ecuador. Every single time I saw mm-hmm. you, you'd Every ask about time. Ecuador. I think we even <laughs> prayed for your trip to Ecuador that never happened. I think, yes. you know, you know, I think you're going to Ecuador sometime. Um, so, but always with grace and with humility, Myra would correct me and then laugh at me. So, uh, which she still does. Um, but Myra, so, so first off, we appreciate you being here. Oh, I'm glad to be here. So tell us a little bit. What did you do while you were, yeah, what did you do while you were in Honduras? Well, we took a trip. I mean, we took a crew of about 74 North Americans and 25, 30 Honduran translators. And we went to a remote village in the mountains and we set up a dental and optical and medical clinic for three or four days and ministered to the people who did not have immediate access to those items, Mm -hmm. those needs. How did you find out about this trip? I had a friend who had gone a couple years in a row, and she just asked me to go with her one year, and that's it's pretty simple. Okay. So just kind of found the opportunity and then Mm -hmm. took it. So, And I had been wanting to go for a while, but the opportunity for Honduras just kind of popped up, and I, I grabbed it. What part of Honduras do you remember? It was... A little village called Santa Cruz. It was in the Sierra Madre Mountains. Okay. Because I've been to Tegucigalpa, which is the oh, capital. Yeah. yeah. That's a fun one. And so, yeah, that's a fun <laughs> one. So I was just wondering uh, the difference there. But, and, you know, one of the things that I learned on our when I've been on international mission trips is, and I think everybody, you know, should, all Christians should experience international missions. If at all so, possible. Yeah, yeah, if at all possible, if you can go, because it just provides Really good perspective. Anytime that we start uh, playing the victim and thinking that we've our, our case scenario is worse than others or whatnot, mm-hmm. you go on an international mission trip. And here in America, we so often take uh, our freedoms and our privileges and opportunities for granted. We just take them for granted. And, and, and you see that by Christians not voting, and you see it in other areas where we just take it for granted. But other places, you're reminded of that when when you go to places like Tegucigalpa. There, particularly, uh, I've uh, 
I was I recognized the importance of food for me. That's mm-hmm. one of the first thing I recognized. And um, thinking about taking advantage of opportunities and stuff, when I went there, they particularly prayed over their food every time and thank God for providing that food because they didn't know each day, by and large, they didn't know each day what they were going to have for food. So when I came back to the States, I thank God every day for the food that he's provided for us yeah. and as for his clothes and stuff. So when you were there, what what kind of perspective change? Did you have a perspective change? Is this your first international mission trip? This is my second trip. We go to a different village each year. So this year I saw needs that were not the same as the ones I saw last year. Okay. This so year. What, what needs did you see this year? The village I saw this year was more well-to-do than the one last year. Mm, good. They kind of had most of their basic needs, but they were small, what they would call luxuries that they needed, like their church building could be updated and books and clothes for the schools. I mean, clothes for the children to go to school were more of the immediate needs. And I saw more so than food in the village I was in. Now, you're not a dentist or an eye doctor or a medical doctor or any of those types of things. So what was your role on this medical mission trip? We led a children's ministry each day, kind of a VBS style. We would do four or five services every day, sort of repeats, just going through skits of all the basic Bible stories that mm. most kids know. You know, Man, too bad we're on radio. I'd get you to act out one of those skits <laughs> oh, for our it'd listeners. It'd be a pleasure. <laughs> hey, there's no reason why we can't uh, get a video and put it up on social media. Hey, there we go. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> listening Gage Magazine on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening to our program here. If you like it, please let us know on our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram account. We just try each a week, each Saturday at 530 Central to provide some really good content and encouraging where we share truth and apply scripture to your life. And we try to do so. We try to be a good example of that. We really have a heart, a real heart for the millennials and the next generation. We really have a heart to see them uh, be face to face with the gospel, but also how that gospel compels us to live the life we do. We, you can get a really good taste of who Engage is by going to our website, engagemagazine.net, and there you'll see uh, an, author se- an author section, and there you'll have Myra Gilmore. You'll see her name there, and she's in studio with us right now. We're discussing her recent article about her mission trip to Honduras. Or Ecuador. Or Ecuador. <laughs> Take your pick. Yeah, if you if you if you missed the inside joke there, you can go to our podcast page and download or listen to the previous podcast so you can catch the joke there. <laughs> uh, so Myra, and you know, just another kind of inside joke. Myra is also a writer for the AFA Journal, which you can get at afajournal.org. dot um, org. But you have to be one of the rarest people that I've ever met that goes away on a mission trip and comes back with an economic lesson. <laughs> yeah, that was that's not a normal response. To I, I agree with that uh, <laughs> and have relentlessly made fun of you for it. So Every chance you get. I try. Um, so tell us, what is this economic lesson that you learned while in um, Honduras Corps well, instead of Ecuador and Honduras? I'm just going to combine them. Okay, that's a good, that's a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was in Honduras, I was via translator. I was d- talking with one of the men of the village and he was asking how Americans viewed Honduras. And the translator answered much more honestly than I think I would have, but it sparked a very good discussion. And the man from Honduras said he does not at all consider his village poor. Just because it is not equal to what America has doesn't mean that it's poor, Mm -hmm. that it's different, that it's poverty. It's just different. 
And he said, what a poor life is, is living in an area where you do not have access to the gospel. And he said, wow. as long as he lived there where he had access to the gospel and people to encourage him in his walk with Christ, that he did not live a poor life. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is what struck me the most. Because when I looked, I came home and I did some research and I realized that almost two billion people live in unreached people groups. Mm-hmm. And those people do not have the gospel in their own language. And I realized how what we consider poor in America and what people around the world, their their priorities are different. And I realized how easy it would be to provide the gospel to people around the world. Mm-hmm. And what we would have to sacrifice for that would be very little. Mm-hmm. On some more research I did, I found that last year, Americans spent more money on Halloween costumes for their pets than trying to reach unreached people groups. Oh, don't tell me wow. that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. And I thought about what little things we could give up. That's where the economic side of it came from. We could give up pet costumes yeah. and reach all the people in the world who do not have the gospel. Sure. Or we could drink coffee from home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing. When we talk about missions as a lifestyle rather than a trip, um, and that's really what you're, what you're talking about oh, yeah. here. It, it's finding ways to do missions whether we can go or not you know in the last uh in the previous episode or previous segment wesley you were talking about your wife's aunt who can't go international now because she's sick uh but she can give and it's ways like that whether it's sacrificing pet costumes or whether it's giving up coffee or whether whatever the case may be now here's something that we have to do though is we have to make sure that we're giving to good organizations where the money is going to go where they say it's going to go and we've got a couple that we can highly recommend one is global outreach um we've partnered with them in a couple of different areas they're great they're very trustworthy and they sponsor missionaries another is e3 partners you can find them at e3partners.org we had uh tommy Tom and Josh Doyle uh, on a program several episodes back. Uh, you can uh, he, you can hear that at engagemagazine.net slash podcast. But find an organization that, like you said, is taking the gospel where there's no access to it right now. You know, when I uh, completed my nine-month discipleship training, one thing that I learned, and it's going to punch a lot of people right in the gut, and that is that discipleship is not about making more time. Because so many people will go, I don't have time, you know, or that's or uh, that, uh, that's a difficult process, or they make up all kind of excuses, and I've done the same thing before. But the reality is discipleship slash mission work, one and the same. Mission work is not about making more time. It's about prioritizing time. You know, and that's yeah. so important. And we've actually, we have. <clears throat> and that's what Myra's done in her trip. She's prioritized her time to make a time to go. And I think our listeners need to do that. And uh, we, we, we've we been on mission trips before mm-hmm. we prioritize our time. And priorities, I mean, that could be anywhere from making your family where it should be which is before your hobbies you know whatever the case may be but we need to make sure our priorities in general are in order and i'll just give a quick you know you can you can divide these out and detail them up but god first family second and others third that's that's the way that i've and job fourth (laughs) you know (laughs) occupation fourth so yeah because you got to pay the bills yeah you got to pay the bills and you know myra let me ask you this in the few minutes that we have left what you've taken, what you learned in Honduras, how have you continued applying that here in the States? 
there are just little lifestyle changes I've made. And it's easy to think that those little changes don't make a difference. But think if every person gave up pet costumes, what we could do. Mm-hmm. So your little changes, you're buying coffee at home or you're making coffee at home instead of stopping by Starbucks. Right. Those changes make a difference. And it's little ones like that that I see in my life that I almost don't recognize anymore. Good. But it's it's the ones that God has pointed out to me the most instead of the big you know, one of my favorite things here, I have to point it out, because it's so easy to do, is for us to go looking at other people and going and say, hey, they need to, they need to. Mm-hmm. Well, what Myra's done is set the example. Now she has authority to speak in other people's life and say, look, you know, I really think that you know, we could transition, you know, our lives to fit more here because she's done it. Right, right. And so, uh, and also finding new ways to implement. Yeah, so, new ways. I appreciate you know that, Myra. Yeah, thank you so much for being here, Myra. We do appreciate you on the program. We also appreciate the work that you're doing for Engage. Uh, you know what? I don't know how you apply this. I don't know what it looks like in your life to sacrifice for missions, whether it's going, whether it's giving, whether it's finding somebody in your neighborhood to minister to, but you find that. I pray that God will open your eyes to the opportunities. You can check us out more at EngageMagazine.net. Until next week, keep sharing truth and applying scripture.